0: Hey there, welcome back to Beta Human, actionable ideas you can use to grow and become better right now. This is part 3 of why you should lead your life as an experiment. If you haven't heard the previous episodes, I recommend starting there. Today, I want to share with you on how to actually set up an experiment so that you can stress test your beliefs and values. If you think of experiments, you think of science, and how I do it mirrors the scientific inquiry method. Essentially, there are six steps. Number one, you make an observation. Number two, you think of an interesting question. Number three, you formulate a hypothesis. Number four, you develop a testable prediction. Number five, you gather data. Number six, you develop a general theory. So let me give you an example. Here's how I went down for my own fasting experiment. I observed that I was overeating. So I began to question, when was the last time I was actually hungry? Is my idea of hunger merely habitual? So I went on a fast and went about my day as per normal. I tracked my mood, heart rate, exercise load, and so on. At the end of the experiment, I realized that I was able to operate at 80 to 90% of my usual capacity, and that my hunger was 2 upon 10. And I saw that my hunger was merely a habit, and even though I still go through phases when I overeat, I'm a lot more aware now. Here's another experiment I did. I had the realization that at the end of the year, I could only remember the big stuff that happened during the year. A lot of the little stuff were lost. So I wanted to see if I could remember better if I recorded all my learnings, and what would happen if I recorded every single learning I came across. So for a year, I set up a system to capture all my learning, and I reviewed them at the end of the week. At the end, I had a document with all my collected learnings, 456 in total, and together, they painted a more complete picture of my year, and I could even remember where most of them came from. In both cases, my fundamental worldview shifted because of the experiments I did. Here are some meta benefits of running experiments. Number one, you lower your stakes. Often, when I see people trying to make changes, they become too ambitious and they think of it as a huge shift. When you reframe this as an experiment, you are clear on the boundaries and there's a time frame and you allow yourself to walk away at the end of it. Number two, you get to raise your stakes. During the period of experiment, you allow yourself to go outside your comfort zone to stretch your abilities to try new and different things in a way you normally wouldn't. Number three, you're spreading your ego. Essentially, you're role playing when you're running experiments. And when you role play, your ego becomes a passenger instead of a driver. You, as you know yourself, become an observer instead of a participant. Like a scientist performing an experiment, he or she doesn't get mad at the subject for not performing a certain way. All he or she does is to note down the results. Number 4. Growth requires feedback. You need to know what you're doing right or wrong, so you can either do more or less of it. Because you're in control of setting up the experiment, you can design them to provide you feedback. This can be through self-monitoring or involving others. Number 5. Test your assumptions. We've covered this a few times, but I think it's worthwhile to remind you again. Whether we like it or not, we operate on a lot of assumptions that we assume to be true. And they must be stress tested so that we can throw away the inaccurate ones and convert the good ones into principles. Number 6. It's fun. Experiments are a fun way to grow. Instead of treating growth as this big serious thing, experiments are a really fun way to test our ideas and try out new things. Growth is essentially breaking down the old so the new may emerge. Take exercise for example. When you work out, you're literally damaging or tearing your muscle fibers. After your workout, your body repairs or replaces damaged muscle fibers through a cellular process where it fuses muscle fibers together to form new muscle. Physical fitness is easier. You start lifting weights at the gym and after a month, you'll see results. But mental fitness isn't quite as tangible. You can't see your beliefs unraveling or forming as they go. So you need a process that you can apply to ensure that you're becoming mentally fit. Running experiments help you to begin a habit of asking questions and answering them. And this leads you to a higher level of understanding. And one of the most powerful things about this approach is that you become more confident of your beliefs as you're tweaking them as you go from informed experiences. You define what anything means to you rather than taking wholesale what is given to you. This creates a deeper sense of stability as you go through life. Lastly, this is useful because it's a framework you can use for systematic growth. Systems are crucial because you want to be able to repeat success. Maybe you want to get better at public speaking, so you can design an experiment to practice your speech privately daily for 5 minutes, with a goal of presenting at an event at the end of the experiment. Maybe you want to start exercising, so you design a 21 day experiment where you run 1k every day to complete a half marathon by the end of it. Whatever it is, when you lead your life as an experiment, most of the events that occur becomes a data point in the grand scheme of things, and the less judgmental you are on these events, the more open you are to experiencing as well as understanding them. Ultimately, a deeper understanding of your own beliefs lead to a deeper appreciation of your own being and the world around you. And when that happens, you are experiencing life more fully and vividly. Thanks for listening. I hope you found this useful and that you give it a try.